So since it's Monday, who is your man crush Monday? The Rock. Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, Zac Efron. Barack Obama. Welcome to another episode of Strange Flavors, where we talk to another stranger with another flavor. My name is Faraz. I am Rashad, a.k.a. The Sauce Kid. Brandon, a.k.a. Typical Tav. Uh, this is brought to you by Aleph Theory, and actually we have Danny missing today because she's out getting crunk. Is that is that what she would say? That's that's what she would say. Okay, she's getting crunk, but I have my sister here. I call her Appa. Uh, hi, Appa. Hi. Her name is Neha, but... Appa. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. I like that one that. better. Um, just a few things. Uh, we've been getting a few emails from people that want to be on the show, which is pretty exciting. Um, so thank you for sending in the emails. If you want to email us with your stories or if you want to be on the show, if you have suggestions, if you have comments, if you have hate mail, or if you want to send us your music, which we feature in the transitions and at the end of the show, send it to us at strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. We will happily read and take in everything um i am touring currently touring in quotations it's not really a tour we have shows me and my friend shimmer who guess what will be a guest star on the show today yeah, yeah. um uh by the time you hear this we have we will have performed at towson university that's done it was 4 20 um april 20th is at umbc come out it's gonna be lots of fun um april 27th university of maryland and May 13th as Citizens Foundation Charity Show in Washington, D.C. All of our shows are super lit, and we are handing out Alift Theory stickers for free. So come out and cop one, because I know you want it. What's going on, guys? What's new? You're- oh, yeah. Kendrick is dropping a new song tonight. Yes, sir. Apparently. Apparently. You love Kendrick. You were uh, snapping tons of... Um, clips from his new song dissing drake i'm sure you were loving that you probably had an entire party of course like <laughs> no it was uh, pretty good i liked it people know i'm not the biggest drake fan so sauce man what's good <sighs> sauciest thing that happened this week man i don't know man. ncaa possibly ncaa tournament yeah it's uh going on right now man um not too many upsets anymore but a lot of close games yeah. a lot of close games a couple buzzer beaters um but the final four is uh this saturday Who's gonna? Who do you think is gonna take it? Call it right now. I'm gonna have to go in North Carolina, man. North Carolina is it. They're the hottest team in the tournament left. I think they're gonna win it, man. I I, I didn't pick them to win it though. But I'm taking Oregon. I wish I could comment. I don't know anything about NCAA. I wish I did. It's Gonzaga, South Carolina, Oregon, and North Carolina. I know that because I saw the uh, North Carolina game. Did saw- Did you see the players crying after? Yeah, I did see that, man. I feel bad. I feel like moment. they're going to get memed. I feel like I know every single time that you see something online now, you're like, oh, it's that's going to be a meme. Yep. Yeah. That is so going to be a meme. I want to talk to you guys about something crazy. I saw this online. Actually, my sister shared it with me. Head transplants. Take that in for a second. What do you think that means? Um, changing your brain or mind. What's a transplant? It's like an operation. You're transporting something, I guess, like a so liver a head, or like an right. organ or something like that. Yeah. You are right, sir. A head transplant, literally taking somebody's head. The point of it is like people that are like paralyzed, right? Taking their head off. Is this right? 
A Mustang or Okay, so they freeze the head. They freeze the head. At like five degrees Fahrenheit. And then they remove it and put it on to another dead body. Ooh. Right? So yeah, this body is like donated or it's a brain dead body, you know? So people who are brain dead. And the surgery is for thirty three hours with approximately 150 doctors on board but they've been wanting to do it and now it's going to happen after all these years but they don't know if it's going to be successful is this too far what is the purpose though well you're giving somebody a body that wasn't there before yeah it's like if somebody get out it's like get out yeah so this person wakes up wakes up and has a different face No. no They have a different body. They have the same head that gets cut off and put onto a body. So if this guy is paralyzed neck down, he's now getting a body. This is impossible, so dude. That's <laughs> what there I thought. There is no way. They're going to kill this person. That's what I... But And it's like $11 million to do this surgery or something. And I'm have, sure the guy... like so, the Somebody guy paid that. Somebody is trying it out for the first time. I'm sure that they they would rather risk their life and try this out obviously possibly die or wake up with a fully functioning body i don't i don't like this just does not sound right but if you think about it like ethically so it's like if you're getting close to your time to go like famous people who have money for this could eventually just cut off their head keep their brain their memories everything and just have a new body like a younger body or a faster body i mean bruh that's like too much imagine donald trump cuts off his head when he gets a little bit older puts it on a way younger body and we have Donald Trump as forever. a president. But they're, no they're, we have him they're five ever. This, this new body is a dead body, right? I, I yeah. think, mm-hmm. right? How can mm-hmm. they bring that body with the hearts pumping and all that stuff? Because along? it's just brain dead. So everything else is functioning. So this person, literally this is a person that you pull the plug on. What, you know? what, what did this guy do for a job to have this money to do this? I'm sure. I never heard of a, a $11 million man that's paralyzed <laughs> what, what can you do besides True. like that's a good question. maybe he funded it stuff. maybe he funded it yusuf okay we have we have our friend yusuf sitting here you know who that is stephen hawking yeah yusuf just said stephen hawking he's a he's a shy guy but that's that's a good point yeah that is but because other kid. transplants you're just you're essentially also getting a new heart or a new liver so you're getting a new chance you know an opportunity to like get but to have a better to the life extreme. this but is yeah. a, this is right. a freaking yeah. head like There's something yeah. wrong here, fam. I feel like somebody's been it. watching too many movies. The like, doctor looks crazy. He looks like Frankenstein. Yeah, there's no way so. this can happen. Like, that person's going to die, in my opinion. If it works, and hey, you know. Okay, but what if it works? Then what? What if it works? And, I mean, cool, but nobody's really got $11 million to be. Maybe it becomes a thing that you get out of a vending machine in, like, 500 years. Can you chill? <laughs> Vending it's machine? Like, no, man. It's like, you know what? We're I don't gonna like have heads people. in the vending machine. Well, there. I mean, what about like uh, designer babies, right? They're like... That's Genetically whole, formulated. So people picking out exactly what they want their babies to look like. I'm sure one day you're going to have a vending machine. Like, let me change out my eyes today. Let me change my nose today. Let me change out my height today. My thing is, do no we still way, not man. have like Yes. A, no. Do we I don't st- want it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, this is where it's coming to. <laughs> okay, like, we're taking and I don't like it so far. <laughs> this is not good. Do we not have like a cure for cancer and AIDS still that we're trying to do stuff like this? Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yusuf is here. We were just talking about 
we were getting ice cream earlier and we were talking about conspiracies, right? So here's a conspiracy. They have all the cures for all of this stuff, right? AIDS, Illuminati. All that stuff. No, 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 no. <laughs> they have the cures, but it's a multi-billion dollar industry. Think yeah. about how much money gets raised. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. Imagine if there was like suddenly somebody's like, oh, there's a cure. All of that gets shut down. It could be true, you know. Because it's not all... When you I donate money it. into all this anything... Illuminati stuff. When you donate money into anything, mm-hmm. only a certain percentage is actually getting donated to the research or the foundation or whatever. You have to look these facts up. Speaking of conspiracies and Illuminati, I saw some video where some guy said he got recruited by Illuminati at like 18 and 19 in the 1960s. And it just got so overwhelming and he released all this information on YouTube or whatever. Say, Bro, are you making YouTube. it up? He might be making it up, but it was like, it's sort of crazy. Like all these tunnels underneath the ground. If World War Three happened, the richest people would have, you know, they'd be safe and all this type of stuff. Conspiracies, I think, are just something to keep people talking. Yeah. I mean, some of them, like, I, I'm open to listening to them. And there might be some truth behind it, but sometimes they just go too far. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like I they're think... like looking for things like they're making it up as they go along like they're just looking for the littlest things I think the most littlest. realistic conspiracy is 9-11 There's no way those planes can knock down that building. There's just no way. I think Brandon's talking from like an architectural perspective. Yeah, you know what? You know what's crazy <laughs> is I was actually at one point obsessed with 9-11 Like I watch conspiracy videos all the time. It was it was just so amazing to me like no way like all these scientists like can't melt steel beams and all this type of stuff i don't know like um, i'm kind of with you on that for us like i'm open to listening to it and it it makes for good discussion i love conspiracies you do they're okay man i just think everybody like has a story to tell but it's just like sometimes this stuff it just sounds so ridiculous (laughs) man well i think also when you're sitting on youtube sometimes you get stuck in this wormhole of just like video after video after video and then you're just you're just a new person you just formed a new religion somehow because you just believe everything that you've been seeing and it's just like messes with your mind so much. You're like, whoa. Yeah. You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yes. Black scientist? Yes. I, well, a week straight, I was obsessed with him because he was so intriguing, like with all his like <laughs> stuff about aliens and space. And I hate science. Have, like, have we already talked about the earth being flat thing? Have we talked about that? I don't no. think we you did. Know, you know, who was it? Someone said Kyrie that. Irving yeah. said that. And then mm. I'm Matt, who was it? Shaq just said? Shaq was just like, yep, I agree with him. Shaq just came out and he's like, yes, the earth is flat. That's one that I don't get. I don't get that one. I don't understand. I mean, I don't even get the whole, are you from the east or the west? Because if you go east enough, you end up being on the west. And if you go west enough, you end up being on the east. It's a circle, guys. Yeah, but then she's messing with my mind, man. It's the same people that say that nobody has landed on the moon. It's round, not a circle. It's fake. Like they shot a fake video of the moon landing, and so we don't really, we've never really been to space, and the Earth is flat. I mean, these people—it just sounds like they're some—they're mad about something. I don't know. Kyrie's a calm guy. He He just came out of nowhere. He's just like, "Ayo, Earth's flat. Peace." I don't know. I don't but know. what was his reasoning behind this? Like, how? Like, did he have any proof? Keep in mind, he was in college for like five minutes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't think I don't even know how many games he played. He played like five games before he got injured, and then he all of a sudden he was the number one pick. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. My thing is, I feel like people just sometimes they just want an answer. 
so they just go to far lengths to figure it out because it's just easier for people to believe something than be in this like gray cloud of not knowing something appa bro yeah bro tell me something you're into the whole psych stuff you work with what's your job title (laughs) i'm a rehabilitation therapist Ooh, Um, that's fancy but it's really not so you love the psych social field i do um give us a psych question a psych question Okay, here's a good one. Just something to, like, puzzle our brains a little bit. Not puzzle, but I do like asking this question of my patients. What is your first memory? What in the world? Wow. You You know what's crazy? My first memory was when I was in the womb. Stop. I swear to you, I've always had this thing where, like, I remember, like, waking up in the womb. Are you messing with us? I'm not. I feel like I have, like... That's look look at how excited mind. he looks right now. He's like moving his feet. He's, moving, He's but so excited. How excited right I, like I am for this right now. Like I, if I could jump up and down, I could. Are you being? I, I just, I don't know. Are I, you being serious right now? I've always like felt I was awake in the womb. Like what? one time I opened my eyes or something like. That's that. crazy. No way. Like, do, do you remember? Like, <laughs> was not, it just like a flash? I'm not you sure, just, but like I always, I feel like I just remember that for some reason. Like it's always been with me. No way. That's I'm not sure crazy. if it's real or not. That is crazy. That is wow. pretty insane, man. Do you, Rashard, do you have something in the womb? I don't know if anything can top that, <laughs> I man. I know. We I just mean, started off. I mean, I, He said it really quick, too, so I think yeah, he's being serious. Because he said it right away. That's deep. That's Was this like a dream deep. or you literally It could have like, been a dream. I don't even think that's possible to wake up in the womb. Well, you said you've always remembered that. Yeah, it could have been a dream and it just stuck with me. Some dreams, you know. No, yeah, like, is no that I want to believe it. I want to believe it. Is that possible? That just sounds so cool, though. It sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. There's a couple of dreams that have just always stuck with me. All right, Richard, what's your what's your uh, oldest memory? Oh, my oldest memory? Man, first memory. Five minutes first, ago. First memory. Five minutes when I walked in. Out. Yeah, no. Um, I don't know. Probably like when I was like one. Like I had like a birthday party. I don't remember everything that happened. That's still pretty young, too. That's, yeah, I was like one. I do remember that. But um, anything before that, no, man. Like, I, I just can't do it. There's no way. It's like my brain <laughs> one, just, one is as old as it gets right. before this guy came just, in. It's just a womb thing, everything. man. It's, I think his I, standards I are just that, so man. high. He started with the womb that Rashard. Yeah, you shouldn't have started. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm, my feelings are just hurt I'm right now. I'm stuck at like seven years old, and these I'm guys are like. You're at what? seven? That's all right. I mean, I you just. You had some. You got dropped. Something happened because I have the whole childhood amnesia. I don't remember a lot. But if I take the time, then I start remembering. You were in Pakistan, bro. I know. What about birthdays? I don't remember anything. Birthdays was the worst days. One of my birthdays, we had a a little pony. And we (laughs) rode on the pony in my backyard. You got a pony for your birthday? Yep. Aw, that's what? cute. You went all out for birthdays, man. This guy. That's like insane, a dream. That's like a dream. That's like what a five-year-old girl. But <laughs> mom, can I want a pony. <laughs> and Brandon got a pony. I Who's we? Uh, I had friends over, and we all took turns riding on the pony for your birthday. Yep. That's kind of cool. Dang. It's like that's a lit. birthday at the farm or something. Yeah. Okay. My dad wasn't. What too about you, Frost? What's pooping, your first memory? My first memory. I think I was uh five. This was I was in. Uh, Pakistan. Stop I had right to go there. Stop Pakistan. Pakistan. All right, Pakistan. Please. I'm just doing it for our <laughs> Caucasian viewers. Okay. Um, <laughs> Not just Caucasian. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, okay. So I was um, in private school. It was called Toddler's Academy. Um, 
and I, n- I hated going to school. I hated going to school. He still does, and so, for the record. Yeah, I do. But I, I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't like whine and complain about it. So, okay. Yes, I do. would, my, my parents, or my mom would, um, like, put on my uniform and everything. And I would take it right off, throw all the clothes off. I would run to the corner of the bed. And we would have, we had, like, a cook and then my mom and my grandfather all on different sides of the bed trying to grab me. And I'm throwing my clothes at them. And I'm throwing things at them because I don't want to go to school. It's That's pretty my, violent. I was pretty violent as a I kid. mean I would get late to school because you didn't want to go to school and I loved school you guys definitely have a memory of something disgusting young what do you mean like uh, I remember I was I threw up on the side of my bed I busted my head open on a dumbbell oh I Whoa. do rem- oh, no. I remember <laughs> picking dirt and eating it from like yeah. between bricks and it tasted so good that's I, not I, dirt that's called cement oh yeah 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 <laughs> something like that but it was good because like the graininess of it in my teeth was she crazy. said stop. it was good stop <laughs> I still do that's it that's some low stuff key. you see on my strange addiction I know I probably still <laughs> I'm do gonna, it I'm gonna call them up and tell them put my sister on that show I would do it right now if I could. One time I ate a chapstick. I was like, mm, I wonder what this tastes like. I took a bite out of it. <laughs> was huh. it good? I don't remember. I'm okay. not sure. Well, I, it seems like it'd be. You don't have. I mean, you any... put it on your lips, you taste it. Depends on what True. flavor it is, you know. Uh oh. Is it a strange flavor? <laughs> Depends what flavor. Sauce man over here. I about might try that. it out. Hey, man, you never know. What, do you have a dirty memory? Man, I think uh one day, I don't know. I think one day, like, I might have, like, Eat some lotion by accident, <laughs> and like the whole day I just walked around scared. Like I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> so like I was just like I was just like sitting. How old there. were you? Oh man, I might have been like seven maybe, and I was just sat on like the edge of my bed all day, just contemplating. Like, <laughs> Why can't I just like imagine? I this. thought I was gonna die, but this was like only a month ago when I brushed my teeth in the shower, and I'll take the mouthwash in there too. So I I did the mouthwash directly from the bottle. I just straight up drank it. Like I didn't even think about swishing it around. I drank it and I was freaking out. I'm in the shower trying to make myself throw up. I'm like, Ew. oh my God, oh my God. And I had soap and everything. It shampooed my hair. So I couldn't like just quickly rinse off. I'm just trying to make myself throw up. Was your point and to just drink it? Like how does no, that happen? I wasn't trying to drink it. Oh. Wait, this I was, was just, recently? This was just like, I wasn't thinking about it. I brushed my teeth and so then I was forgot. like, okay put the mouthwash and then i just drank it and i was like oh i'm gonna die because on the <laughs> bottle on the bottle it says if drank by accident call this number mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. i was like should i call what should i do and then i like i felt fine afterwards i just drank a bunch of the shower water because i'm like okay maybe it'll like oh my god you're in the <laughs> shower with your mouth oh, it'll, it'll like blend in don't tell me you don't open your mouth I'm in the that, shower no you don't what? Dr- i do man i don't <laughs> do it anymore but weird. i used to man it was kind of good. Wait, it's refreshing. Ew, oh. but that's only if you guys take a cold shower. If it's a hot one, why would you want warm water in your mouth? I don't really think no. about that. Ew. Okay, yeah. I was in an emergency situation. <laughs> okay? I needed Imagine to. Imagine someone coming in, like your mom pulling back the shower curtain. You're just like, like what are you doing? <laughs> well, that doing? wouldn't be weird. She'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll do that too. Oh my she God. definitely no. does it. I, I mean, everybody I does it. I don't do it. <laughs> no. That's weird. How's that weird? It's just shower? water. Okay, how much water do you <laughs> do you consume in the shower? Okay, not that much. Okay. Like, you're short. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're You just means. go in. You just like. It just happens. It no, just I'm, happens. I'm thirsty. It's like being in the pool. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. the water just goes in. And you just like spit it out. It's not that serious. I mean, I do rinse it when I brush my teeth in the shower. Do you guys brush your teeth and take a shower at the same time? Never. No. You have to. It's t- killing two birds with one stone. That's like putting. That's like putting milk before your cereal. What? That's not the same thing. You guys do that? Please tell no. me. No. 
No, no. you can't I, do that. I, I don't believe no. in that. If I accidentally do that, what I do is I <laughs> pour it into the, I pour it into a glass, and then I pour the cereal back in the bowl, and then like that's just not. I've never done it, but I always wanted to try it. Don't no, don't try it. I'm do I'm gonna do it tomorrow. All right, listen up, everybody. Today's guest is my partner in rhyme. I'm excited to have him on. I've been wanting to have him on for some time. I like that partner in rhyme. You disrupt. You that. disrupted the intro, sir. <laughs> no, but some some viewers probably missed that. If I say, right. oh, he he oh, mispronounced so just, the word. Well, no. now well they would have caught on and be like, oh, did he just say that? But now you're making it a big deal, and now they're gonna be like, wow, so cheesy. No, fine. Partner in rhyme. His name is Shami Orwoli. He goes by Shimmer. We do these shows together that I've been talking about. He just started out in the rap game. He used to be in a band. He's taking over the media game right now. He has big plans for the future. So let's uh, let's talk to him. Let's figure out what he's about. Everybody, please welcome Shimmer. Yo, what's up? I'm excited <laughs> to be here. That was a little bit too uh, enthused. Yeah. Oh. Can we calm it down a little bit? Sure, sure. Yeah. How's it going, Shimmer? Pretty good. How okay, about you? there you go. Shamir Woolley, welcome to the show. Welcome to Strange Flavors. This is your first time here. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. You just came from a show of your own, right? Yeah, like a live... Sorry, was I too loud? Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> a live... Uh, yeah, it was a live stream that I currently had. About an hour ago, so yeah. What do you guys do on there? We just do random stuff. We have random guests, sort of like. Uh, oh, so like a bootleg of us? Yeah, it's like. <laughs> just we started yeah, before the show. Calm man. down! Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> no, no, I'm Shots joking. Fired. Just um, kidding. Yeah, I mean it's less. It, it has less production in it, but. I mean, I know travel is a huge thing that you guys. Yeah, we do travel. I mean, it depends on the guest too, but right. mostly it's about travel, creativity, all that um, that we do on the show. What else do you have going on right now? Right now, um, I like to make music videos, like to make music. Uh, I like to make just short films uh, and a bunch of other things. Um, just like be involved in like technology and hackathons and all these other creative endeavors. Ex- explain what a hackathon is real quick. Hackathon is basically a room filled with like 100 different students that are like nerds trying to build something in like 24 hours. And they're all like trapped in there. And they all get like free food by like companies and stuff, and so they have to like build something for prizes. It's pretty cool. It's like an engineering type thing. Yeah, but like anybody could do it. So. Okay. So now I remember you won something um, for one of the hackathons. Yeah. So like, actually, like my first time at a hackathon, um, my friend and I were just like, "Yo, let's go to Philly and like let's go to this hackathon." Um, and they like sponsored free food and everything, so like everything's paid for. So we formed a team and we're just messing around. And then I really wanted to do something with the Xbox Connect, and because I'm like a huge gamer and stuff like that. So I love like messing around with video games. And so I was like, yo, what if we could use the Connect for like a camera sensor, IR sensor, or something like that? And so we built a device where it can transcribe um, American Sign Language. And so it could send a text to the desired person. So like, let's say you don't understand American Sign Language. Well, if a deaf person does American Sign Language, then you can understand from your phone. 
And so we built that device all through google.com. Uh, we didn't know anything prior to this. We didn't know how to mess around with the connector or anything. And it was just all Google, like, oh, how do we do this? What if we could do this? And then we just asked people, like, you know, um, like, how do we do this? And they would tell us and teach us. And this was all in 24 hours, so we had no sleep or anything. And so it was pretty cool. And then we actually won first place. Um, and there was, like, 100 other teams there. And they were building, like, crazy robots. Thank you. Thank you. That that should be like sold or something. <laughs> that's a no, that's and, a great idea. No, and it's crazy because afterwards we actually got investors um, throwing money at us, and then I was like, "Yo, this would be cool to chase after," um, because I'm a huge guy. I'm like a huge person that like likes to I'm chase a huge after. Guy, yeah. <laughs> you ain't that big. Complete opposite, but uh, but yeah, I like to chase after like you know just different ideas and creative pursuits and so i asked my whole team and they were like uh, i don't know if we could actually take it that far and so i was like dang so now it's, it's just dead yeah and then i saw dang. like a viral facebook video of somebody else doing it Ooh. a couple months later how much money were they talking if you don't mind me asking <laughs> um of course he wants to know so that. two people were offering like ten thousand uh investment right there that's, that's two semesters. <laughs> that's yeah, man. Paid for. Paid for so, my tuition. I mean, it's for the company, but. So how did you guys feel after you saw that somebody else stole your idea? I mean, I didn't really care because it was bound to happen soon, but I think. Um, Not if you copyrighted it. Yeah. But like, you know, they did it better. So, I mean, we were just kids messing around and one day we made that. So. That's still awesome though, like that you came up with that. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Um, you, took a, you took a semester off this time. Um, so d how is that going? And like taking a semester off is probably one of the best things I did. Well, first uh, of all, where do you go to school? I go to university of Maryland. I study shout out Terps. Go, yeah, Terps. Shout out ter go Terps. Uh, I study electrical engineering and that messing with, you know, a bunch of different creative pursuits. It's very difficult. Um, so last semester was a huge struggle. I was vice president of a fraternity as well as juggling a, a bunch of other things. So I was like, you know what, let me just take a break. Uh, let me work at my current internship, get more experience, get my clearance, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I said, all right, you know, let me take a break and just work on these creative aspects. And it's awesome. I mean, every day I wake up like super happy, super excited to tackle the day. And I'm not just like chilling, playing video games, watching Netflix. It's like every second I take advantage of it. And when I was going to school, I was like, all right, let me see how I can relax, which is I don't think a life that, you know, I really want to do. It's like, oh, I want to have a life sort of where like, oh, I'm excited to do something fun and work. That sounds and amazing. It's Jealous. Beautiful. I mean, I still work at my uh, internship, but it's still like, you know, very like it's relaxing. It's like, oh, I need the taste of reality. Right. Um, you don't have to so worry often. about like projects or yeah. exams. There's no papers. homework. Yeah. And like when I was in school, it was like. Oh my gosh, when I was working on music or, you know, videos and whatnot, I'd be like, all right, I'm skipping on, you know, doing homework and stuff like that. So I'd always be stressed. And then when I'm working on school stuff, it's like, oh my gosh, when do I want to work on music and videos? So it's just a huge battle right there. Pronounce your name for us. Shah Amir. Last name? Wally. How do people usually say your name? Shamir. Uh, Shmir. <laughs> uh, but you go by Sean. Sean. That's my it's white alias white alias <laughs> yeah <Wow. laughs> no when i like growing up i always wanted to have that like name like 
a lot of brown people in my school, they were like going by like, like my friend Yai go by John sometimes or like Monty and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? I want a white name. And so I was like, yo, let me get Sean. And so I want a white name. <laughs> but uh, in college, that was like my opportunity. So I was like, yo, everyone call me Sean. But now it's annoying because like I don't go by Sean anymore. So like it's just weird when like my college friends are like, yo, what's up, Sean? I'm like, wait, who's that? And I'm like, oh, great. That's me. Where did Shimmer come from? Shimmer. Mm, interesting. So Shimmer sounds like a dance move. Like a do the shimmer. Yeah, <laughs> do the shimmer. Shimmy, shimmy. Yeah. Shimmy. I think that's the dance. But um yeah, shimmer. So originally, I mean that's my like what I go by, shimmer. Um it's a much easier way to say my name. So it's like a quick name. You know, like Shah Amir, but it's like shimmer. Like just True. easier way to say it. True. But um it, there's deep meaning behind it. Um when I was searching for like my rap name etc i was a lot of my friends call me shams so i was like "Ooh, that's a cool name to like use in my rap name so i searched it up and it's actually a rapper already um unfortunately he passed away but dang yeah jeez that's a turn of <laughs> events yeah. tough. and he, he was really good too um but i was like okay i can't use that name it's and retired so, yeah he retired that name yeah so straight to the grave uh shimmer was basically like <laughs> why are you laughing why is he laughing that's messed up come on man <laughs> no it's like shams. i wasn't i'm not, I'm not expecting that <laughs> we'll, but, we'll pray for shams and then we'll pray for brandon too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so you know shimmer it means like light sort of um it's named after a lot of glitters and like Victoria's Secret bottles and like wow, man. <laughs> Wait, huge inspiration. I was gonna say that's what I think of when I think of shimmer, like shiny yeah, materials, shiny materials, uh, etc., like that. And um, there's a show called Shimmer and Shine. Uh, it's like a kids' TV show, and so it's amazing that I chose that name because one, it means light, and oh, so I, like you're finding all these new meanings to it. Yeah, I find new meanings to it, and like. I'm studying electrical engineering and it's like, you know, light bulb and shimmer. And like, I just try to make a bunch of ties as much as possible (laughs) to like tie it all together. And I know I always feel like the world is very light and, you know, always positive. So I thought it was like a very meaningful name. And then when people like see shimmer, you know, on like plastic bottles or like on TV, they're like always snap me like, hey, it's you on TV and stuff like that. So like I'm like yo, that's awesome. Like you're the you're the glitter that goes on um, the back of the yoga pants that say pink. That's you. I'm gonna, yeah, I do, I'm gonna man. snap that to you every single time I see a girl wearing that. I'm gonna be like yo, it's my man's on. It's my man's. Brandon everywhere. Um, tell us about your music. How did you get into music? I was that baby in the diapers playing with the pots and pans, banging on them. I mean, my parents would always like film me like just banging on pots and pans, trying to make music. Then growing up, my parents would always play Bollywood music. I'd always sing along and um, just like dance around. And then elementary school came. Uh, I started playing the recorder. And then third grade came. My parents were like, yo, get a saxophone. And so I started playing saxophone from third grade to eighth grade, played it all through middle school. And then middle school, seventh grade, my dad bought a drum set. And I was like, can I get a bass guitar? And so my dad would play the drums. I'd play the bass guitar. But I never knew how to play the notes. I just used tabs, which is like it shows you the number and then like you can play along with the songs and whatnot. So from there, I was like joining multiple bands and stuff like that. So I was really into the band culture. So this was rock, rock music? Yeah, this was rock, classic metal. Well, like in middle school, it was around like, you know, like Paramore and Fall Out Boy. Stuff Green like that. Day. Green Day, stuff like that. But um, we all had different tastes of mu- different types of music. Um, earlier, I like used to listen to like 
Eminem and I used to listen to Linkin Park and Jay-Z and I love the collaborations they did. So I really wanted to infuse rap and rock somehow. And so I was the lead singer of this band that we started in high school with these new friends. And then we posted our first video and everyone said I was trash. Like they're <laughs> like, please don't sing ever again. And so I was really disheartened. Like I really wanted to be like the front man. You know, I thought it was so cool playing bass guitar and singing at the same time. But I'm like, I was trash at singing. I'm like, I'll admit. And so um, from there, I was I turned into the drummer because I knew how to play drums. Just took on the drums and I started. I actually learned from playing Rock Band a lot, the video game. Yes. Yeah, the rock yeah. Band. Yes. yes. Like I, it's crazy, but that's how I learned how to like you know do tempos and whatnot. And I actually got really good from rock band. So um, I wanted to infuse rap and rock. So our singer, our drummer, his name is Alex. He actually goes by Shift. He's a rapper now. He became our lead singer. And he would sometimes rap or sometimes sing over the music we made, the classic rock or metal sort of songs that we did. So we did a lot of covers and whatnot. But then college came around and we sort of broke up because it was just way too much practicing getting everyone together. And so I was like... I was always freestyling, trying to like, you know, um, make my friends laugh. And so I was bored one time and over the summer, I just finished my summer class and I was trying to do weird stuff. Like I was stuck in my room for like a month, month of August, right before school started. And so um, I was like, yo, let me make a hit rap song. Like I've been telling everyone that I'm a rapper, but I never had anything to show for it. So I was like, let me make a hit rap song. It was total joke. It's called Pretentious and Humble. And then school started, and so a lot of people came up to me, they're like, yo, that song is dope. And I'm like, what song? They're like, Pretentious and Humble. And then they started saying the chorus, and I'm like, wait, what? Really? And then people would snap me, like, they would be at parties, and they would snap me, and they would, the DJ would play my song. And I'd be like, what? This is crazy. Like, this is a total joke. But everyone was, like, vibing with it. Like, this was there a lot of, like, creatives around your area where you're, like, the first kind of one to be doing something like this? I'm from Gaithersburg, so that's where uh, Logic's actually from, too. Um, and there are a lot of creatives around there. However, I'd say I'm like one of the few Desi or Brown uh, creative in that area. Why is that significant? To be honest, like being in the Brown culture, there's like a lot that you can add to media nowadays. And like there's, it's not really being represented. And like with every culture, I think it's really cool that how they bring their own cultures. Like, I don't know if you heard the new, uh, new guy, Amine, but he made that new song, Caroline. And Love that song. And so um, I actually listened to his mixtape. He dropped a mixtape. Not many people know about it, but he puts in a lot of African culture in there. And like African culture is not really popularized. I think it's so cool. It's like, whoa, this is something new. And he's like straight from Africa. So like if we had more of that from every single culture, I think that'd be really cool. Um, So you've been doing like these shows and stuff like that. What is that like? What's the whole, um, you know, performing in front of people? Like how has it been since then? And what do you look forward to in the upcoming shows? Okay, so this was like a month after Pretentious and Humble released. And I actually met you. Um, You asked me. (laughs) Should we tell the love story? (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to go into detail. <laughs> Every Are there parts of this I don't remember? <laughs> so this dates back to like high school days. I was, you know, making videos um, under the name of Splash Blocks. It's just random. Like I always wanted to be like, you know, Smosh making funny random videos ever since like middle school, actually. And then high school, it's like I just made a lot more. But it was just messing around. There's no like context to it. Each video is different. Every time I got together with like my family, friends and whatnot, we'd share each other like different YouTube videos one of my friends showed me this video and she was like, yeah, these, this is like 
junior year of high school or something. And then so she sent me, she like showed me this video like, oh, these are uh, Pakistani YouTubers in Maryland just like you. And so I watched the video and I'm like, this is trash. This is completely trash. Wow. <laughs> the truth comes out. You don't know who's about. On and so, and so I was like, and I, the content wasn't actually trash. It was just like, I was a very like, no, I'm the best. Stuff like that, even though I it was trash. I it's was okay. trash. And so a couple of years later, month after pretentious and humble i had these family friends they live close by in college park and so we hung out like every week they got a new roommate and so um i would go over and then hang out with them and then they their new roommate looked really mean ouch (laughs) and then like a couple weeks went by and she was really nice and then out of nowhere they're like yo you need to come this thursday and i'm like why are you inviting me like i come anyways and so then they were like you need to meet our roommate's brother and I'm like, why? And they're like, oh, he makes YouTube videos and makes music just like you. And I'm like, oh, are they sending me on a blind date again? Like, they've done this before. <laughs> and so I was like, bruh, who's her brother? So I stalked her Instagram and I was like, all right, I need to find this guy. Like, I need to find this guy. I haven't even heard this part before. <laughs> so I find a picture with her and her brothers. And so I click on it and it, their uh, link in their bio said like youtube.com slash runopono. I clicked on it and I'm like, bruh this is that video that my friend sent me like a couple years back and i was like this is insane like what the heck i was i was just very like astonished and i was like yo i'm so excited to meet this guy and so but you thought it was trash <laughs> no but i was like yo this is i'm gonna crazy. remember that <laughs> this track on the way this track. <laughs> let's start beef <laughs> Can we have a beef for us is gonna do the the kendrick control and diss the rappers on the same track yes. oh my god no oh, man. <laughs> and so um it was a week until that thursday was coming up and i'm like i watched every single video like 8,000 times I memorized every single lyric and I'm like dude this is amazing I'm like so excited I'm like yo this is how we're gonna meet everything this is gonna be awesome we're gonna collaborate and stuff like that and so Thursday came and he walked up the stair he walked through the door and I'm like yo I'm your biggest fan like dude and he's like what the heck like bruh like who are you what's your name and stuff like that I was not that mean I was just like (laughs) you're like overwhelmed yeah you're just like oh uh nice to meet you what's your name and stuff like that but then we like instantly clicked and I think that was like awesome we like you know shared a lot and we were very different but very similar at the same time so i was like very excited so cute (laughs) but no i mean growing up like i said i always wanted to be you know have like be like smosh and i always like you could see my videos like i have a bunch of different partners and whatnot but like they didn't have the same ambition as i did and so like when i met frost i'm like we really clicked very well and like we really had the same goals and stuff like that so um, he asked me to like feature on a song and then shortly after he was like, yo, perform with me. And I'm like, what the heck? I only have one song and it's pretentious and humble. <laughs> like, what the heck? Like, why are you going to ask? And I was just like mind blown. I'm like, I thought, you know, usually like people are very competitive and like everyone is like, no, I want to be better than you. I don't want you involved in my stuff. And like, I only had one song and it wasn't that good. And so he was just like, you know what? Like, just feature me. Like, and I was like, dang, this guy is awesome. Like, he's letting me feature on a song, let him, you know, go on and perform with him. Like, that's insane. And so a month after, I like really practiced and like I was really excited to perform with him. And we performed a um, couple songs, some were his, and we made a song together. It was awesome. And ever since, we've done like 20, 30 shows. So, who do you listen to now? Like, your music influences, like, what gets you going? 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So I have like a top three. Um, I'd say one is Childish Gambino. I love what everything he does. Um, he's just creative in other aspects. Like, you know, he can act, he can, um, he can sing, he can do uh, comedy. Um, two, Logic's a huge part because he's from Gaithersburg and like he just does a lot for his fans and I really appreciate that. And then uh, Chance, um, he's just, I don't know. The, all these people, these three people are just amazing and they're huge inspirations of what they do and who they do it for and they're just very humble about all the stuff that they do so did you like slowly discover um your culture as you grew up like what or was it kind of always there and like how does it influence a lot of uh your media now yeah so growing up my parents would watch a lot of bollywood movies and i'd watch it with them go Shahrukh khan um <laughs> even though he had fake abs but <laughs> in a lot of movies but what, um, like sprayed on no I, I mean i think they were cgi i think no yeah no I mean, that's what my parents told me. They were like, Sorry. don't believe that. <laughs> they never believed he had actual abs. I Anyways, feel like Bollywood CGI back then wouldn't... Maybe, yeah. Maybe he had spray like... on or like, you know, costume. Maybe he worked abs. hard, Shamir. <laughs> okay, maybe he did. I mean, I still I'm think he's kidding. one of the greatest actors ever. But um, yeah, I grew up listening to a lot of Bollywood. And then like middle school came around in high school. And I sort of fell away from that culture because all my brown friends didn't listen to like Bollywood music or they'd never practiced the culture. It was more religion at that point um, than culture. And then sort of in college, um, I was just like, yeah, you know what? I've been like very separate from my culture and whatnot. So um, now I'm like obsessed with it. Now I want to like get back and I've I missed out on like seven years of Bollywood movies. So I need to catch up. When's the last time you were in Pakistan? Last time I was in Pakistan was 2003. That's a long time. Yeah, I was eight years old. So wait, is Bollywood, um, he said movies. I thought that was a type of music as well. Yeah. Um, so in that culture, I mean, all the music are in movies. Oh, okay. Like they're made for the movies. And so that's how they're popularized. Like there are a few instances where like the artists just make music just for the sake of music. But over there, it's heavily based on movies. Bollywood is Indian though. Yeah. Just to clarify. It's Indian. Oh. Okay. But we heavily watch it because like. Like, Pakistan is a unique country where, like, we get our religion from, like, the Arab world, so we're, like, yeah. Muslims there, but we get our culture, a lot of it, from India, and Indians are mostly, like, Hindu and Sikh, but uh, we ha we actually have a Bollywood in Lahore, which is a city in Pakistan, it's called Lollywood, but it's, <laughs> like, it. I mean, they're trying to get better, but, you know, Bollywood <laughs> is still, like, way up there. Bollywood produces, like so many more movies than hollywood does which yeah. is crazy like they they have hundreds and hundreds of movies every year and in hollywood you you know you, there's only a few like big movies in a year that come out which is um crazy yeah it's insane but, yeah. how do americans perceive your place and understanding of like your culture versus brown people you know how people say like okay in america i'm too pakistani in pakistan i'm too american mm -hmm. what is uh like your relation to that like Has that ever occurred occur to you or anything in your life? I mean, nowadays, yes, because a lot of my stuff now um, is heavily involved with culture. But like before, I mean, people would call me a terrorist and stuff like that. <laughs> but like they didn't really mean like, oh, you're too Pakistani, you're too representative of your culture. And like, to be honest, I never was uh, too representative of my culture. Like I would have a squad of my brown friends, but literally they would call us terrorists because we would pray in the like during lunchtime 
in the library, like in a corner, and people would come like follow us. And like they would take pictures and like roast us while we're like in the corner praying in the library, but like that's awesome that you did that though. Yeah, like that. I mean, especially being what, what you were in high school, middle school, middle school. Wow. Yeah. So in middle school, people are like super afraid of their identities exactly. and being called something. And yeah, so that's I mean, middle school is tough, to bro. They roasted us like all the time. They're like, "Yo, what are you guys doing? Are you guys like you know doing nasty things back there?" And it's like, "Yo, <laughs> calm down, like." Middle schoolers are the meanest. Yeah, I mean, they're I'm, worse than high school. Yeah. They have yeah. no heart. Do you feel that you have a responsibility to do what you do now? I think, yeah, definitely. I mean, in society right now, you see Zayn Malik. You see... Zayn Malik. <laughs> Zayn Why Malik? do you always say Malik? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's just... I don't know. But <laughs> Zayn Malik. Malik. That's that's a Pakistani pronunciation. I, I just say Zayn Malik. That's that's what it looks like to me. Yeah. All right. Well, what is he? He's Pakistan. He's, he's half, half Pakistani. Pakistani. He's okay. half Pakistani and half white. Okay. Because I always like I was like, what is this guy? Because <laughs> he's this guy? kind of a unique looking. Exactly. That's what sucks. I don't know if he was like Puerto Rican or something like that. <laughs> that's what sucks because you know you think like oh you're from a different culture you should represent that culture right and you're just really not um, and I think it's a huge responsibility for those artists that are part of their culture to like start representing it, especially in times like these, like it's very powerful to like, you know, show your culture in your artistry and your music and whatnot. Um, that's why I think it's a huge responsibility that I try to add a little, you know, flavor in this and be involved in different aspects as well as show my culture. Because I mean, our culture is not really represented, um, in the media. And if it is, it's like as a joke, like, oh, we're the Indian taxi driver or the 7-Eleven dude. But I mean, now, like, you know, Zayn Malik is um, up there and that's he's sort of like the gateway of like, you know, these future like there's Hassan Minhaj. He's a comedic Pakistani on The um, Daily Show. No, he's Indian. I think he's Indian. He's Indian? But he's, yeah, he's okay, Muslim. Okay, well, he's Muslim. Right. Well, we're getting up there. And then Cruella, they're like half Pakistani, half white, but they don't represent their culture at all. So, I mean, I think it's a huge responsibility that... Are they the, the DJs? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that either. Wow. You didn't know that? Nope. Do you listen to them? I know who they are. Okay. Two, two female DJs, yeah. right? Yeah. I saw them at a concert and I was like, yo, these girls are awesome. And then I found out they were Pakistani. I'm like, yo, represent. Yeah. Like, you just feel this attachment. Yeah. And I fell in love with them after and I'm like, Pakistani. It's like white kids with white rappers because it's not so exactly. common, you know? Yeah. In that so genre. what do you mean by represent? Like, how do you represent your culture? Is it through your lyrics? Is it w the subject of what you rap about? How do you represent it? Um, It'd be just living, you know, just showing my face. I mean, that is one aspect because like, you know, I'm representative of like how I look. And then two, it's like, yeah, sometimes I would add little words here and there or I'd add lines about the culture. And then three, it'd just be in what I wear sometimes. You are not wearing, you do not wear shalwar kameez outside. I do. Don't, you do? Yeah. I mean, not like randomly, but like if there's like Eid Next or something, I'll out. like flex with it. All right. It's Eid is like, <laughs> all right. No, okay. but when we performed, you did not want to wear the shalwar kameez. You never wanted to wear shalwar kameez. I don't like wearing it. <laughs> okay. It's uncomfortable. It, to me, it's uncomfortable. Okay. That's my reason. I don't mind being outside. I wear Grinch suits in public. Okay? Like, I don't care what <laughs> I do. But not Shalvarkamis. <laughs> they make a Grinch Shalvarkamis aware. All right. No, but I mean, I like, it'd be so cool 
I mean, they look really cool, and I feel like they're going to get in fashion like soon. But my, white people are going to start wearing them. My question about the, the Zane thing, now that he's a solo artist, are you saying that now because he's a solo artist? Because I feel like it will be hard cause with a group with, what was it, like four or five other guys to try to influence that, you know? Yeah. So you think now that he's a solo artist that he should, you know, he has the freedom now, and he yeah. has the popularity. I mean, he does in one song. He actually sings a whole song in Urdu. It's one of his interludes, which is awesome. Yeah. Um. You know, just like little things. It doesn't even have to be in his lyrics or songs or anything. Just be like, yo, you know, I'm hanging with my family. They're cooking this type of food. But, um, like, the thing is, if they cook that type of food. Yeah. It's also about his experience. Like, I think, True. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. Like, I mean, I, he is, like, a good gateway and stuff. But it's also, like, you know, if he doesn't have these experiences and people expect him to be this super, like, cultural guy and he's not. Yeah, he's not. He, being only half Pakistani, you know, he still has yeah. that other culture living in um wherever he's in from the uk maybe he didn't have the same experiences that like a very cultural person might and so it's like he would have to be i think he's trying his best yeah he is it's Um, actually funny you say that have you ever heard of a rapper named cap g no he's a mexican guy but he can't speak spanish (laughs) and they roast him like they just do not like him does he like try to you know force mexican culture on it no it's okay. not at all like so he's just walking. if you heard him you would think he was like a black yeah. rapper or something like okay. that he's actually really i actually like him though but like uh, like with jennifer lopez she's loved with in this in the spanish community because she has some songs that are full spanish same with pitbull and you know so wow. mr worldwide <laughs> yeah so i mean i you, you do see artists that are like not the norm in the mainstream with their culture sort of represent yeah and now that now I know about Zane, that's kind of interesting that, you yeah. know. I mean, but also our culture is very heavily influenced by, like, religion and stuff. So he says himself, like, if he talked about religion, he would do it when he's, like, the time is ready because um, he is Muslim. And he said, when the time is ready, when I feel like I can talk about it, that's when I'll talk about it. So maybe like maturity. He, yeah. And so, like, anytime you talk about religion, I mean, we've experienced this ourselves. Like, we would get roasted mad hard. Just to bring one little word from religion. Talk, wait, talk about that. So <laughs> when we, I mean, we've gone viral like a few times here and there. Like it's always random, but like this one video, Khatija, which is a uh, parody Car- of Caroline. Caroline by Amine. Amine, okay. right? Uh, that kind of blew up on Twitter. Yeah, I and mean, and we were getting roasted because this oh, girl yeah. decided to caption. I saw it's that. something crazy. So talk about the, your first time getting. Roast. I, I've gotten it before because I've been. You guys are getting roasted by the same like other Pakistani people too, right? Yes. That's... Talk. Please talk about that, dude. Okay, so, um, I mean, we released this video, right? Um, we were just, I just, I edited it, and then I was, I posted it online, and so Frost and I were just like, oh, you know, it's just gonna be like a normal video, whatnot, and then like a month later or three weeks later, Frost calls me and he's like, yo, bruh, I'm like, what? He's like, we're getting roasted on Twitter. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like two, you know, two comments and whatnot. I check and it has like 2,000 retweets. And everyone's like, this is trash, cringe, garbage. Y'all need to stop making babies. Please don't make babies. Don't breed or anything like that. Jeez. And I'm like, what, what the heck? And it's like, you guys are haram, which means like, you know, um, you're forbidden. not accepted, forbidden, stuff like that. And it's like, wait, what? We're like trying to represent our culture. We're trying to like, you know, bring limelight and stuff like that. We're trying to, you know normalize it normalize it and the thing is that that's what was happening i mean like white people would ask like oh what are the lyrics this is lit and then they want to be like part of our culture now that's what was crazy the white and black people 
were the best comments. Exactly. And then our own culture is like, stop. And that's why you, it's very hard to see us, you know, sometimes, representing our culture. Yeah. And sometimes that's probably, your own culture hold, holds yeah, you back. That's probably why Zane doesn't do this stuff, because he'd probably get roasted if he said one word wrong. And people right. were roasting him for that song that he made, like, oh, um, he didn't pronounce it correctly and stuff like that. So it's like, dude. This is, I mean, and this is a problem that people have in a lot of communities. I mean, first of all, the, the reason that, like, the whole roast started was because this girl stole our video, didn't tag us in it, and she cap and, captioned it something completely different. She said, like... She said, if you thought brown boys were, could get any worse. Yeah. So then it already puts a negative is connotation she, is on she, it, right? Um, Pakistan? She's, yeah. Okay. She's yeah. Pakistani. And um, so she already put, like, this negative tone on it, and then everybody else is just following and being like... The, how the internet works is like you tell something you put something out there and everybody else is like like they go along with keep, it you yeah. go along with it and yeah. it and it becomes that way but so she's she like subtweeted and your video was there yeah yeah but what was great about it what like the best thing that came out of it was that there was a lot more people that actually ended up liking it and we gained a lot of followers and like people were actually like backing us up like this one guy uh shout out to Jai Poppy from Toronto He's um his name's Salman, but he was like he wrote up this whole thing. He's like, you know, this is why our culture is still uh, being so held back. And like, we're not going to be able to progress in this country if, you know, people of our own culture put each other down, because this is something that happens with a lot of different communities. I mean, Definitely. you see this in the black community sometimes with, with th things like World Star Hip Hop, where you're just like World Star like puts out so much more violent things uh like black people always fighting with each other and content of that nature rather than always like trying to promote black excellence and sometimes that gives the wrong message to the other communities when white people go on world star they're like well just look at what they're doing here you know this is yeah. why that they are getting stopped it's by what, police and what, all that whatever sells you know exactly yeah. i and, remember um like 21 savage said people don't want to hear me talking about going to school you know <laughs> like i would not be here <laughs> dang if i was talking about that's that you crazy. know yeah, so, it's, it's the sad truth too like you you really don't like hear that like you it's like people these days don't want to hear about the positives mm -hmm. it's like you go and talk about killing somebody that's what sells selling drugs that's what sells but not going to college, not doing this, not doing that, not becoming a doctor or this. It's always the negatives. That seems like that's what's like the image yeah, today. Definitely. Did you guys see that viral video of that guy who stopped a fight? Yes. Yeah. Dude, mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. I like, see that. I, I, so there's these two kids about a fight, right? And he just stops in the middle and just like roast all of them and like, the best all of their way possible. friends that are recording and saying like yeah, world star oh, okay. yeah he, he was like look at your friend there look at your friend there look at your friend there they just want to egg you on and they want it for their cameras so they can post it online and they're using you was this at like a school or something this is outside on a street oh okay and so this guy like was on the news and stuff like that and i was like that's what more like this world needs more of like with this positive po positivity like it it is selling now. Like Chance the Rapper, I mean, he's always promoting it. That's what I was going to say to you, Richard. It's like, you know, it's it's about how you sell it, right? So, like, if you want to talk about school and stuff, it doesn't have to be in a nerdy vibe or anything. But, like, Chance took this thing where it's like, you know, people called his last album, The Color Book, a gospel album because he is promoting so much church talk and right. God. And even when he won his Grammy, he's like, you know, all blessings to the Most High and everything like that. Um, and... He didn't even call it a gospel album, but like that's just what he because it doesn't have to be that, you know. Yeah. It, that's just what he believes in. That's what he wants to rap about, and that's what comes out, and people enjoy it because at the end of the day, 
music is made to make you feel good and if it doesn't matter what the content in it is if it's going to do that Definitely. regardless you and know i think that's the beauty of the internet i mean nowadays like you don't have to rap about you know drugs and stuff sure it might get you there faster but like there's wide audience ranges on the internet and so we have easier access to listen to these creative aspects unique aspects so i'm just wondering talking about creativity like how do you experience creativity what happens when you write what inspires you dang that's a deep question but um i mean a lot of things inspire me like it'd be looking at you know how this guy is wearing clothes or it'd be like watching a music video or be little random things like a movie uh, from christopher nolan or anybody or like you know comic books um or what i'm feeling at like a cultural gathering it's just a little bunch of these things it's just all experience from like daily life like you gotta live you gotta you know not necessarily travel the world but you just gotta go out and just experience things so i love going to starbucks i always get inspiration just by like sitting there and just being around people and like i don't talk to anybody but i just sit there with my headphones on producing stare yeah (laughs) stare and then produce music edit all my videos and it's just like i'm forced to like work there so you you produce as well like make make the beats to your music i mean i'm not often but i'm like really like emphasizing it now yeah he's getting good like the last beat he made uh on no rap no ban which talks about like the the uh, immigration ban it was it was a really tight beat thanks man yeah like good for stuff that inspiration came from just going to a protest um i just went to a protest and i'm like all right let me go to garage band and stuff like that mess around and then i was like yo this would fit to like and i filmed it all so i was like oh this would go tight with you know the video footage that i made at the protest and i was like wait i could rap over this and so i made a cool song and it was like not intentional at all when i was going to the protest Dude, your music's really good. Like, when I first met you and then you show me your SoundCloud, I'm like, this is well-produced. Yeah, I, I take my time. I don't want to just put stuff out. I'm, like, the opposite, dude. I'm, like, I'm a huge fan of, like, just putting stuff out. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, they don't see, like, the quality and stuff. But, like, I feel like sometimes the imperfections is quality to me in my eyes. Like That is true, yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys know Ridley Scott. He's, like, a director of movies. He made the Alien movies and stuff like that. He made the Mars movie with Matt Damon. Okay. Martian. Martian. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Childish Gambino's in it, right? Have you, do you guys remember that scene? He like gets out of bed and then falls. Okay, well, he makes Martian. a scene. Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, he like falls, right? But that was purely by accident. Like He accidentally fell. And Ridley Scott was like, that was like the second take, and he was like, that we're putting that in the movie. Like That's how I do my, a lot of my stuff. It's like one or two takes and i'll take the imperfections. yeah coincidence like all these little imperfections i love doing that and so that makes it much quicker and i love producing more content because i want to move on to the next thing and but like i huge like really admire those that like put in a lot of work like kanye he does a lot of he like really emphasizes work he wants everything to be perfect if i was like that nothing would ever be put out how have you grown as an artist since you started it's crazy like when i first started about like a year and a half ago i put out a song like once every six months and then now i try to put a song like almost every week or every two weeks um and make a video almost every week and it's really increased my creativity like i think about the next thing very quickly before it would take me like a couple months to ponder upon the idea and stuff like that 
but now it's like yo i'm about to make this concept of the song all right let's do this or like i'd make this whole thing new thing new video new idea and just really fast and i love i do everything faster and i feel like that's very necessary in the world we live in today um because people their attention spans are really quick you know they'd move on to something else like if a musician doesn't release a song like you know kanye or drake if they don't drake has released like three projects in the past like year and a half and it's like if he doesn't do that people are gonna forget him real Mm. quick do you want to talk about your hat that you have on today a lift theory our media brand what does it mean (laughs) to you or just any other closing thoughts yeah um so i'll start with the hat i mean um i'm wearing a hat right now it has our logo a lift theory um i think it's a beautiful little thing that we for us and i sort of started we really wanted to create this group um but it's also like encompassing a lot of different things um to me it's like a life theory sort of like positivity positive life impact positive uh and like you know heart and soul into everything you do in creative aspects of your life whatever you're doing um i think it's just a simple way of life that you know we want to really pursue in my eyes and i think it's beauty and it's a very generic thing that you can take it any way you want it to and well, so Alif, i mean just to let people know that don't know alif is the first le- it's like a yeah. of the arabic alphabet so it just means like alif theory meaning like you know starting somewhere yeah like starting at the beginning somewhere. you know it's like a, like you said a life theory you know? yeah it's like theory like we don't even know how to explain it like it's not a law or anything. everybody has their own theory. everyone has their own theory and so that's what we really want to promote just positivity uh why don't you give us your plugs let us know where people can find you. Okay, everything's at Shimmer Wally. So S-H-I-M-M-E-R-W-A-L-I on SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm all on that. I'm trying to post daily Go on ahead. everything. Try to post stories, all that jazz, pictures, nice pictures, nice videos. Uh, definitely videos weekly. Um, I just try to produce as much content as possible. There you have it, people. That was Shimmer. Can I say something? Yeah. I just wanted one more note. Um, this is like, you know, sort of a lesson to those that are listening. <laughs> What's so funny? Stop laughing. <laughs> I mean, um, my first song, Pretentious and Humble, I'm just going to... It was life-changing. I mean, <laughs> it was life-changing. Seriously. I mean, um, and let me tell you why. I was really bored in summer, right? And I made just a random rap song, and it's changed my life ever since. Um, and I'm going to tell you why, because really boredom and, like, creativity and just, like, trying new things, you never know where it could lead you. You can meet so many more people. Like, imagine if I didn't have that song. Like, who knows? I'm Frost may never have asked me to make a song with him or maybe never have asked me to tour with him. And then, you know, stuff like that. It's just pursue everything. If you like it, go f- keep going. If you don't like it, then stop um and chain shift gears and stuff like that i mean everything is this world that's created now it's just beautiful and you know inspiration is key that was beautiful thanks man if you had to describe yourself in a single flavor what would that flavor be i'd say mint chocolate chip no yeah you can't just take mine dude i when I heard you first say it, I was like, what the heck? That's mine. Okay, bro. well, what's your reason? You better have a different reason than me. <laughs> okay, I mean, one, that's my favorite flavor of all. Mint is minty fresh. I love trying to be fresh. It and sounds new. like exactly what I said. Is Dang. shimmer a flavor? 
No. Okay, keep going. Just sure you. I don't know, and this is my favorite flavor. Like I have, every time I have ice cream, it's like mostly mint chocolate chip. I love the little. Well, why are you mint chocolate chip? Okay. Uh, why am I mint chocolate chip? <laughs> He's stealing my flavor. He better have a good reason. I, I'm okay. I'm telling you, like I like to be, you know, very it's my favorite minty fresh. I like to be refreshing. <laughs> I like to have a little chocolate chip in there. That's like my normalcy because I'm a pretty weird guy. Like you know, mint is not before it wasn't popularized you know in the chocolate era but now it's very cool to be uh minty chocolate because like it's like hipsters you know hipsters are now cool like you it's hipster to not be hipster anymore so it's sort of like mint chocolate chip you know i'm just making stuff up i just gotta go like i, I don't know that's what really bs I, no i mean you better find a new flavor all right okay bruh that's where we're gonna wrap up um again this has been Shamir Wooly with us. Thank, Thank you so you for much for coming me. on, Thank you for uh, a.k.a. Shimmer. Yeah, uh, go swag, follow swag, him. Swag. Go watch his stuff. Go swag, listen swag, to his music. Swag, swag, and sit down next swag. time. With, why do you keep saying swag? <laughs> sit down next time with us when we talk to another stranger with another flavor. You guys are so annoying. You're a superhero, superhero, superhero. I could be a superhero, superhero, superhero. I could be a superhero, superhero, superhero. I could be a superhero, superhero. Day, man, hero by the night, sun's down, put the cape and cowl on. Oh, you picked the wrong fight with the dark night. Arrow pointing at you cause you feel the city coming in, flashing witty, sitting by the blue sea with a lantern. There I see you wondering, ooh, that's a bad burn. Spit my shirt with the giant that's so lowest lane. We can save this planet, just you and me. No pain. I could be a superhero, superhero, superhero. I could be a 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 superhero.